0: Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now radio show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea.
1: Hello. Welcome, my friends. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for joining us, whether you are listening to the show live, archived, or if you have downloaded the show on iTunes or from the Stitcher app. Thank you all. Much love to you. Just a quick reminder, I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching and training company. On this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a personal as well as a professional level. We have great guests that come in on the show and share a lot of great tips and information with you. So this show is intended to be thought-provoking and for information purpose. All the guests that come on the show are professional in their field, and you are welcome to contact them directly from the information I provide on the show page. And you can also contact me directly, if you like, by visiting my website at www.coachingbyria.com. That's at www.coachingbyria.com, and I can provide you with all the information you need. But just quickly, before we get the guest on the, on the air, I'd like to set my intention, as always. My intention of hosting this show is to inspire you. i like to inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you desire. It's really up to you. So all I ask of you on the show is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. It's your life, so why don't you live it your way? And remember, you know, every day is a new day. Every moment is a gift. Every moment is a new moment. So make the best of every moment. Make the best of every day. And celebrate it as a brand new day this year. So let's make it fabulous one. And we're going to take a short break, and we'll bring on our guest for today. So please stay tuned. Thank you. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Tria. Thanks again for joining us. Whether you are listening to the show live or archive, I do appreciate each one of you. So let's start here by asking a few questions. How much do you know about your fitness level? Did you know no matter how poor your current level of fitness, you can start an exercise routine and become fitter and healthier in a short period of time? Knowing the facts can help you take the right steps toward a healthier, fitter you. Did you know by adding small movements into your daily routine, you can increase your level of health and well-being? Last week, we had a great guest talking about natural medicine. And this week, we are continuing with our trend toward healthier and fitter you by introducing you to another great guest, Dr. Judy. Stavely. She will answer a lot of the questions that we have on our minds. Dr. Judy Stavely is a professor and a triathlete. She teaches at several colleges in Maryland area. She serves as a spokeswoman and advocate for several biological health medicine and forensic science organizations. Additionally, as a triathlete and national health fitness specialist. She assists in several community programs to initiative health and youth sports and is part of the US Swimming, US Hockey, and the USAT organizations. Dr. Judy is the CEO of the Platform Magazine. She has completed her doctoral in health psychology and continue to pursue her career in teaching biological sciences and health psychology, please help me welcome our guest, Dr. Judy, to the show. Thank you so much for being here, Dr. Judy.
2: Hi, Katria. Nice to be here too.
1: Oh, my pleasure It's always a pleasure We are on a great trend here, so i'm I'm looking forward to all of you know <laughs> because next week we have another doctor come on this show, but we're going to talk about different things. So, thank you for being Fantastic. here.
2: Fantastic. No, that is, that's great stuff. You know, the more the merrier.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, this is what this show is about. It's really to really inspire people to take a look—a close look without any judgment and see what they can do to improve their life overall. And uh, the trend right now is health and fitness. And, and the more we know, I always say, the more you know and the more you process what you know, the better you are. So, I appreciate you coming here and teaching us a few good things and, and uh, uh, and hopefully people will take away some great stuff from here. So, wow, what an amazing woman you are. You know, of course, I, I encourage people who um, who are listening, you know, whether you you go in th- straight to the link or you're just dialing. I see people in the switchboard just to, in the listen mode, so I appreciate you guys being there. Um, you know, I posted some great pictures of uh, Dr. Judy on the show page of her really involved in her community and, and and being a triathlete and being the great wonderful person that you are. So congratulations for being who you are.
2: Oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's you know that's amazing. I mean, so it was a question is like, what inspires you and how did uh, your life, you know. Evolved to be what it is right now?
2: Well, that's a good question because I ask that every day. There's different people that inspire me. And, you know, when I, when I got into health and fitness, I started with uh, helping others uh, that had cancer. And during the time of my cancer research, um, I wanted to get back into shape. And when I was studying in my master's and Ph.D. programs, um, I took up running and triathlons and decided um, I wanted to do a better cause than just do it for myself. So I took up human training and other causes and organizations to raise funds for more cancer research and, you know, get back to the community.
1: So, you know, from, through your study, obviously, you know, there's always an inspiration, and, and basically you were doing your research on cancer when you were doing your Ph.D., right? Your, your, uh, um, when you were doing your paper, is that what it was on?
2: Well, toxicology, yes. I was Toxic- Toxicology, to add, okay. I, yeah, well, toxicology. We get, we, what's that? <laughs> no, it was toxicology. I was looking at toxins and cancer, so. <laughs>
1: okay, all right, okay. So, you know, I mean, we, we really have the program today or the episode today really kind of focused on some of the facts that we should really know when it comes to fitness and when it comes to our health. Right. And and you being from both sides of the equation, I think you're the perfect person to tell us a few good things about facts and myths, You know, when it comes to our um our healthy life or our well being overall. Um, you know, being a triathlete, first of all, I mean, how did that come about for you?
2: Um, being a triathlete, I you know, I just love multi sports. Um I took up swimming, and I was already a runner, and um, biking, and it was a thing that I just wanted to try and give it a try, and I fell in love with it, and um, just continued on with it, and became more competitive as I grew with the sport.
1: Okay. And.
2: So what's your passion? I mean,
1: I see you, you know, you cycle, you run, you, you know, you do so many different
2: things. (laughs) Well, my passion basically is giving back. And like I said, my, my sports, I love to do. I love to run. I love to bike. I love to swim. And and there's other sports I like to do too. And I'm very, very active. Uh, But my main passion is always giving back and, you know, paying it forward. And, you know, I've been very blessed, um, to have a wonderful job and my husband and my family, so um, giving back is a big um, thing for me, and, uh, you know, I feel that I'm blessed with the opportunity that, um, that I have a gift to run, and, and when I do run, it's usually, you know, for a cause, and if I can go support the cause or make awareness of that cause it is probably my first priority than anything else.
1: That's amazing. I mean, obviously I did uh, see all the stuff that you have done and and I encourage people to really take a look and see. Um I have put your information um and so people can take a look and, and we'll share some of your website so people can get more information on you as well toward the end of the show. Um so let's let's start with with fitness. You know, um I mean, the the work can be very intimidating for some people. And you know, the word also could be, you know, could say a lot about like you know, our health, you know, condition. Because you know, if you really like, for instance, if you if you take somebody who's like maybe overweight, and and uh, um, so it's hard for them to really do some some serious activity, right? So you know, they 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 have a short breath. You know, they run out of breath really fast because they can run. They can't walk up the stairs or whatever i mean what would some of these advice to some like somebody who really wants to do something with their life and i always say it starts with that step and it starts from where you're standing so no matter what condition, and I know I'm not a triathlete, and I'm just a, a person <laughs> just like anybody else who really, you know, try. I mean, I'm going to share, you know, every Thursday I do a Word of the Day. And uh, uh, when you hear what I have to say at the end of the show, it would be really kind of, you know, sum it all. But the bottom line is, you know, we are hard on ourselves, and we are the most, you know, um, critical of ourselves. What do you say to those people who just say, well, it's too late for me. I can't, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. You know, I'm doomed to be in that position.
2: Well, my suggestion is you're never doomed to be an an athlete. Never give up that opportunity. The body is amazing, and it can do amazing things. Uh, My My first suggestion if you want to get out there and start being active and you've been um, on the couch for a long time is to have a physical and make sure that you're okay to start off slowly and then work yourself up. But I have met some amazing athletes that have been obese and diabetic and had high blood pressure and were basically nearly on their deathbed and started off just a slow regiment program that got them back on their feet and now they're competitive runners and they're fast and you kind of think back wow if they can do it you know I can do it and it's it's very inspiring what these individuals can do right well you know like I said most people get intimidated
1: because I mean you know there is a big factor you know whether it's the media or whether like our society so embodied you know we are like embodied by like you know uh, the 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 self image and what you're supposed to look like and what you're you know what's accepted and all these things so we we try to compare ourselves to somebody else and and uh and and I think that's that's where we need to um um reexamine because you are not someone else you are you and I think, you know, that, that's, that's what we need to focus on is just, like, really focus on what you can do right now, what you have. And I think, you know, being overwhelmed, being intimidated by, you know, whether it's, like, you go to the gym and you see these people as, like, oh, my God, you know, that they, you know, I mean, they're bulky and they do all the stuff and they, like, it seems like their life is spent in a gym, right? Well, that's not right. real, Okay, and I think that's what I want you to really kind of focus on with people, realizing that, you know, no matter what, you know, fitness level you are at right now, I think you can do something. I mean, like I said, you know, even if you do small movement, you know, and you add to your daily routine, you know, just to get your blood moving and, and, and feeling a little bit more alive versus, I mean, we had out here in the East Coast, I mean, you know, you Maryland a little bit warmer, but still, we got, we had a long, long winter, you know, and I think people were just, like, hibernating, I mean, I <laughs> ran into one of my neighbors, well,
2: and, and I, like, uh, right? I agree, we, in here in Maryland, we had a harsh winter, and we are just discussing that, and I personally, which is funny, because people think that I'm in the gym all the time, and yes, in the winter, I have no choice, I am in the gym, however, I prefer now that it's, springtime to never go inside and I take the opportunity to be outside as much as I can and I love being one with the earth and when I run, I love being outside in this beautiful weather and there's, you know, people in California or Florida have the opportunity to be outside all the time and I always tell, you know, Um, people that want to get in shape is take advantage of being outside. If you have nice weather, go for a walk. Go for a fast walk, a breath walk. You don't have to run. People feel that they have to overdo it or, you know, really challenge themselves and to the point of no return. And you can't have that mindset. It's a a different mindset. You have to stay positive, tell yourself, uh, I can do this, I can walk, I can, you know, start off with a mile a day, work myself up to two miles the next week and so forth. But self-talk, I have found um, when I'm coaching other ladies, um, that helps a lot to self-talk themselves up. Mm -hmm. I can do this. I can push myself a little harder. Let's get out of our comfort zone. I really need to get in shape. I need to get my blood pressure down. I'm doing this for me and my health. And to get into that mindset of being healthy, and we do have that um, stigma in our society about having that look. And my whole thing is about you're you're healthy when you have muscle on your body, and and you're you're building that muscle. We don't want you to be too skinny either. Skinny is not healthy. We want right. you to be strong we want you to have a good immune system and you know live life
1: right and it's not one size fits all either you know i mean it's 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 a, you cannot really compare yourself to somebody else it's it's you got to compare yourself to yourself i think that's the key um you know because most of us we try to compare ourselves to someone else we do live in that society where you know you've got to look good you got to you know do this and all that and that's all good and fine and dandy there's nothing wrong with you know, because I think when you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you life tend to be better, you know, overall. So, yeah, you know, but we don't want it to be so, uh, um, like, uh, um, dooming for us to think it's like, oh, my God, if I'm not looking this way, I am done, you know, this is it. Society is not going to accept me. It's not going to be like this.
2: And that's not healthy either. Psychologically, that's not healthy. You're putting stressors on your body. You're putting stressors in your mind. And when you have those stressors, you can actually hinder your immune system, biological system in your body. Mm -hmm. And that's why self-positive self-talk is very important, When, when trying to get healthy and, you know, walking, exercising is a huge factor because when you start exercising, you start producing those feel good hormones, which we call endorphins. And when you start getting those endorphins, you have more energy. And when you have more energy, you're more happy and you Mm -hmm. spread that positivity. And that positivity is contagious. Nobody wants to be around, you know, unfortunately, bad people, you know. But we, you know, that's why I think the psychological side is very important. It is
1: so true. And, it, it, you know, I always say, you know, it starts, everything starts with a thought. You know, what you telling yourself. I mean, self-talk is, is part of my, you know, my program that I work with when I, you know, when I do my coaching myself. And uh, it, it's like, what are you telling yourself? Because what you tell yourself it's how you're gonna feel, and how you feel is gonna affect everything else, you know, in your life. So you gotta really. So I always say, if 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 you don't feel right or something is not quite right, ask yourself, what are you thinking about? What are you telling exactly. yourself? I mean, that is really, really, really important. So I appreciate that you mention it because. Self talk, it is. It's absolutely a must. You need to examine your self talk. You need to think about what is it that you telling yourself. I heard something the other day, which I thought it was really, really cool, and it was about this. Um, I don't remember her name. I am, you know, this one thing that I've been for a while trying to get better at is remembering names. <laughs> I never forget a face, but I'm not good with names. So the the uh, previous French president was married to this supermodel, right? Gorgeous woman. Mm-hmm. And now she she get out and she start you know um, she wants she, she loves to sing and she writes her own music and stuff like that she sings in French she also sings in in, in uh, um in English and she's actually here in New York and I was listening to the interview that they were doing with her because I was fascinated if any story that inspires me I like to you know to hear about it and she was like you know she they were asking her what inspires her and all the stuff and then they, they came to her and they told her she's in her forties right. So they said to her, it's like, well, you know, being a supermodel, and now that you're Asian, of course, you know, in forties for models is like you old, right? So anyway, so so he was asking her, he was asking her, so how do you feel about beauty and age? And she turned around and she said, she said, yeah, all that all that stuff is nice and dandy, the outside stuff, the inside stuff, whatever, but the most important thing is having a charm. If you can live with a charm, you would never age. If you have a charm, and that's what people love about you, and that, you know, that whatever it is that when you walk in a room and people feel that spark about you, that's what makes you beautiful. And I thought that was incredible, so I really wanted to share that because I think, you know, we so, and this is talking to a supermodel, somebody who is like, she's gorgeous. Do
2: you know? Have you ever seen her? Do you know what I'm talking about. I have, I have, I have. And and she she's correct. You know, if you if you have that personality, and like I said, it, and you're humble, that's what makes you beautiful. You don't have to have all the great looks and everything. You can just it's, the beauty comes from the inside.
1: Well, you know, I mean, that's, uh, that's really important. So we're going to, like, try to, to, to split the show today between, you know, the first segment we're going to be talking about fitness. We're going to talk about health and, and some of the toxicology and the food and, and some of the things that you know about biology and biological sciences that you can, you know, shed some light for us. But let me ask you some, some like, whether they are myths or facts, you know, about our fitness. Okay. Okay. It says that men and women are completely different when it comes to their fitness level because one, it says that women, um, their fat cells, it's about five times larger than men. Is that a fact or a myth?
2: It's a myth. Fat cells are fat cells.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am like, I, you know, I was reading that. I was like, hmm, that's a good question to ask. So that's a myth. You no, know, what, the, the, what's factual is that women can tend hormonally gain weight more than men. We do tend to hold a little bit more fat in our bodies than men because we need cushion for fertile um, reproduction. But other than that, no, everything else is a myth.
1: <laughs> so biology is still biology then. <laughs> okay, so um, so all right, so that's this is a myth. Um, okay, so is it, so is this a fact or a myth? Letting, uh, uh, skipping meal will cause our body to keep fat because it's fear of starvation.
2: It will, um, your body, if you're, if you're starving yourself and you're dieting, yes, your body will keep some fat on. Um, if you're exercising along with dieting, um, your body will start to use the fat reserves to burn um, instead of using the the um, your muscle cells and the other cells in your body. You will start to deplete the the fat cells. Which, if you're trying to lose weight, that's what you want. You want your fat cells to disappear, and they never really disappear. They just they shrink, but you, we do lose that weight.
1: Okay. All right. So that's, that's, uh, that's interesting, because I think that's, you know, I mean, to some extent, you would think, you know, that would be true, right? Um, How about uh, lifting weight? Is it true? Is it a myth or a fact that, you know, uh, men and women are the same? Like, when you start lifting weight, you can bulk up just like men.
2: No, no. Men have more testosterone. So um, hormonally, men are going to bulk up faster just because of genetics. Um, women, we can bulk up more. We can build more testosterone as we exercise. Um, women do, do have testosterone um, hormones. I, some, I teach that. Um, some women don't realize that they carry the hormone testosterone in their body, but they do. Um, and you can get Higher levels of testosterone, um, but genetically, you're not going to get as much as men, unless you're born with those higher levels of hormones. Um, you can build more muscle. You can't. Um, there's different ways of bulking up. You can take in more protein. A lot of women don't want to bulk up. Um, it's very hard to bulk up. To but be that's, so um, that's
1: basically, you know, the fear of bulking up because people say, you know, I mean, they they mentioned that you really need to. You know, I mean, I know even like when in my gym, like some of the trainer, they always say like, you know, they really should, you know, uh, if you want to lose fat, you should, you should do more of weight, you know, uh, um, exercises than just cardio because they said that helps you burn fat. Is that a fact or a myth?
2: That is fact, and you want to build muscle. With cardio, you're not going to build muscle. Um, right. And I noticed that in myself. I can run for a long time and do long-distance running or even biking and swimming, but you're not going to be toned. You're going to have, you still can have loose muscle. You need to lift weights and cross-train while you exercise to build that muscle, and you want strong bones. You need to build muscle to support those bones. So, yes, I do suggest um, weight training. Okay. So that's
1: that's that's great because, I mean, I think that's, you know, so, I mean, again, you know, for women who are afraid of bulking up, that's not the case unless you start, build, you know, uh, increasing your testosterone in your body, and that's where you and, start to bulk diet, up. And
2: it's diet, too. If you, if you right, want to bulk a diet. up, it's a diet. It's, it's a lot of protein, and the you know, and that's a whole different ball game. You have to and they train differently. Way. Don't they train differently? The the
1: the women yep. who actually wanted to go for bodybuilding and all the stuff. They
2: it's, it's yes, it's totally different training. They have to lift more weight, and it's a, yeah, it's a whole different regimen. So women don't have to worry about bulking up if they're lifting weights.
1: Okay, great. Well, um, before we take a break so we can jump in into the health and and, and, uh, um, the part of our body, the biology and and the structure and our, you know, our health and, you know, uh, the important stuff that we should know. Um, I wanted to um, ask you, oh, my God, I skipped my question here in my mind. It was on my mind because I didn't write it down. And now I totally skipped it, went off my head. Um, So, okay, now I know what it is, what I wanted to ask you. If, we, if someone wants to start a, a, um, a fitness regimen and they've never done anything and they're, they're, they're level, you know, I mean, we're talking to an average person. We're not talking to anybody who needs to get a physician approval and all this stuff. Just an average person who wants to start Say, you know what, I want to get fit and not as a as a as a you know a fat, you know like just like something just going to be temporary something like a way of life a lifestyle i want to change my lifestyle and become physically fit what would you say some of the things that they should start doing first
2: first get the approval of your doctor get a physical okay, so you still have to um, get that yeah.
1: okay
2: i want yes and it it's very important to make sure that you physically, your heart is physically okay to start getting back into shape. Um, Once you get the doctor's approval and and you're not familiar with the gym, I would suggest hiring a personal trainer just to give you some techniques on how to lift weights, what to do, you know, what cardio machines um, to use, how many times... To use them a day, how much you know you should apply maybe running or biking or swimming or get some advice from some professional.
1: Okay well sounds fair and for those people who don't like to go to the doctor what do you
2: tell them? <laughs> <laughs> well to take it easy if they don't go to the doctor you start off slowly but always listen to your body. If you get shortness of breath or something doesn't feel right please stop and then ask your physician.
1: Okay. That's That's exactly um, what, um, you know, because, I mean, basically, people can find excuses, and I always say, excuses be gone, like Dr. Wayne Dyer says You know what? We can always find excuses why we can't do something. I think you can start no matter where you are, and so don't just give yourself an excuse because it's just an excuse. That's all I, you know, I can say. Um, We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will continue with part two of this uh, um, wonderful interview with Dr. Judy, uh, and we're going to focus on on health after we came back from the break. So please stay tuned.
0: Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments.
2: Doctor David Kenneth Waldman founded To Love Children. When I met Doctor David Kenneth Waldman in my office uh, when I was the minister in charge of gender and he came to sell me this idea, his vision of of, uh, the girl child education. I impressed it because I thought this is the way we would be able to empower our young girls.
0: Please go to tolovechildren.org and donate. Thank you for helping me to take my passion and turned it into action.
1: We can all take part. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now Radio show. I am your host, Kautria, and you were listening to um, an ad that I did for tolovechildren.org. It's an organization that I am uh, on the board, uh, a member, and uh, it's it's an honor for me to be part of this organization. So please check out the site. And to lovethechildren.org and uh, and 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 check out the story and I hope you be inspired and uh, find a way to to get involved because we really. Can make a difference, each one of us, and uh, I hope you can do that. So, before the break, we're talking with our guest, uh, Dr. Judy Stabley, and uh, we were talking about health and fitness facts. And uh, in a, in the a first part of the uh, of the show, we covered a lot of the great tips and information about our fitness. So, uh, Dr. Judy, thank you again so much for being here.
2: Oh, you're welcome.
1: Yes, yeah, it's, it's been you know great so far, and I hope we can uh, we can continue with our um, with all the great information. And I really appreciate all the stuff that you have shared with us. So now you are you you are a professor. You are a triathlete. Um, you have your doctorate in biological sciences. Is that what it is? What's your um? My, uh, no my it's please psychology. Please.
2: No. Yes. Okay. But what do you teach exactly? I teach um biological sciences.
1: Biological sciences. Okay. So let's talk about our health and our body. Um is our body pretty much the same when it comes to the biology? I mean, are we our are, you know, I mean, you know, just wanted to to hear it from somebody who is like you, you know, what what do you, are we all the same when it comes to
2: you No, know? we we are no. not. No, good. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we are not clones. we are we are very especially when it comes down to our dna we are 1% different that's what makes us unique and that 1% of our dna that makes us who we are uh it can you know it makes us all different hormonally Um, characteristically, behaviorally, and that's why biology is so interesting, the genetics behind it. Um, We do carry characteristics of our family members, we have traits, but we're still different.
1: Well, that's absolutely great to know because, you know, most of us think it's like, well, you know what?
2: So, let's talk about, yeah,
1: I mean, the word health, you know, I mean, we were, actually, I mean, the way, let me back up here a little bit. I mean, our natural state. So the body is very intelligent, and the body has its mechanism to heal itself. So what happened in between? Why Why there's so many illnesses, and why the diseases, and why, and why, and why? And there's so many questions, so many things to yeah. learn.
2: <laughs> well... I think a lot of it is awareness. Um, Back, I would say, 10 years ago before we discovered the genome and when we were doing research in cancer, um, I think we're aware of our bodies and people are more apt to go get physicals and check and do their yearly checkups and make sure that they're not carrying cancer cells or, you know, fighting illnesses, and we can treat them early, which is nice. Back in the day, we didn't have treatment, and people never knew that they were carrying cancer. And we would be like, oh, poor individual died, but we don't know why. They just kind of passed away. So we would say, well, they passed away from natural causes. Now we're very specific. And I think with technology and evolution and everything we've had, Evolved to be um, in the field of biology, we we're so knowledgeable and so specific with all these new tests and exams and medicines that we we are on the higher end of diagnosing and pinpointing, you know, what exact cancer and how to find the cancer and how to treat the cancer or the virus or the illness or the bacteria infection. <laughs> So I think that's why we hear more about it than we did in the past.
1: So, you know, what I'm hearing you saying, you know, I think it really comes down to the awareness and and learning more about our body and how it functions.
2: Well, you know, this is a funny question that I got asked. Twice the same question from totally two different individuals, one from one side of the world to the other, and, and it would have to do with our diet and our health and what we consume nutritionally and i We came up on the topic of alternative sugars and huh? people avoiding certain <laughs> avoiding certain foods and what we take into our bodies and you know my my whole theory is. Our bodies are temple, and we need to take mm-hmm. care of it. And mm-hmm. if you're not moving or mm-hmm. exercising, you're not getting rid of those toxins that are in your mm-hmm.
3: body. You need to sweat yeah. it out.
2: And mm-hmm. there's a fine line because people will get sick. They'll come down with strep throat or they'll run a fever. And, and my students will ask me, is it okay to work out while I have a fever? There's a fine line between that because you don't want to overexert the body while the body's trying to fight infection either, and you do need to rest. But if you do want to sweat out those toxins, and that's how the body pulls itself off and releases whatever we call it excretion from the body and tries to get rid of whatever is hindering the cells. So excretion by sweating or, you know, drinking more fluids, you're, you're somehow got to get it out of the body.
1: Right. And you know what? And and I, you said something before the break about, you know, we need to listen to our body. And I think that's also very important Um, that we need, we, we you know, we have an indication, you know, I mean, I think our body tells us something. I have to tell you, I haven't, you know, had a cold for God knows how long. I haven't had any ailments, thank God, knock going the word, for many years, right? <laughs> And just like actually last week, my show, I didn't even know how I functioned getting my show done last week because I was really not feeling good. And I didn't know what was going on. And I checked my, my temperature. I had like 102 fever. And I'm just like, you know, I'm like, is that a high fever? I'm like, do I really need to go to the doctor? And I'm, I'm one of those people who reach for the alternative way of healing the body to allow the body to actually take, you know, its course. And I, you know what? And I... I mean, I'm not getting mad at myself because, we, you know, we can all get sick and we do get sick and I'm, I'm glad it's something as simple as, as a cold or whatever it was, it was a flu or 24 hours, whatever it was. But the bottom line is, you know, um, when you let your shield down, when you don't listen to your body, and I knew I had like so much, so many projects I was working on and I was running myself like really to, you know, I mean, I'm one of those people who got to sleep at least seven hours in, 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 during the night, and I gotta, you know, I, I watch what I eat, I do, I'm I'm not perfect, I'm far from being perfect, I make a lot of mistakes, but I'm very, very particular about what I, you know, what I take in, and, uh, you know, and the things that I can just, you know, do with supplements and all this stuff, so for me, that was like, what the heck happened, <laughs> you know, like, how could I get sick, what does not happen to me, you know, and I was <laughs> so good at myself, and I realized, I'm just like, okay, just, you didn't listen to your body. So that's what happened. And we don't listen. you know. And we tend education. to forget
2: that. It is. And we tend to forget that we do get our nutrients from fruits and vegetables and what we eat. Sometimes if we're not eating right, we do tend to lean towards the supplements. And... I try, you know, sometimes I don't get enough of certain supplements, maybe iron or, you know, depending on how active you are. But we have to remind ourselves by eating healthy and taking our fruits and veggies and all the good stuff into our bodies, they they have the supplements that you want in them to fight off, you know, certain infections like probiotics that are found Mm -hmm. in yogurt. Those will help Mm -hmm. you naturalize or neutralize your bacteria in your body to prevent other bacterial infections. And just simple, simple little things that you can do on your everyday nutritional meal plan that can help you fight off these viruses or bacterial infections that we're, you know, apt to get. Um, but I, I've been pretty healthy myself. But sometimes, you know, the body does get worn out, and you have to treat it. I'm not one for, you know, pharmaceutical medicines, but sometimes we have to take them. You know, no matter how much alternative treatments you know, I love to do. To get the relief that you need. Right. Right. We need the, yeah. And and pharmaceutically, sometimes you have to, you know, take that medicine to intervene until you get better. But you have to keep that nutrition up. Um, And we have to quit putting junk into our bodies. And I find that our society is the biggest epidemic is obesity. And that's why we do have a lot of, you know, cancer and different types of cancer. And cancer loves fat cells, and mm-hmm. toxins love fat cells, and that's where they hang mm-hmm. out. So the fatter you are, the more illnesses you're apt to get. And people don't realize that they're getting ill until something happens. You know, your blood pressure is skyrocketing, right. or you start getting dizzy, and then it's a it's a wake-up call. You don't want to wait for that wake-up don't call. Don't ignore
1: the symptoms. Right, right, right. I think late. that's really... Well, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's amazing. And I know you and I, we had talked about this before off the air, and, and I just find it to be just so sad. Um, well, first, you know, I wanted to mention on the good side, you know, I mean, you have a great body that's capable of, of doing a lot of healing, but it needs the support. It needs your support. It is the only house you have for your soul to live in so this where you live you got to take care of it you take care mm-hmm. of your house i'm sure that you have a roof over your head you know you take care of it to make sure you know nobody comes in and break in nobody's whatever and that's the same thing you got to treat your body and you got to that's the only place you have to live in so that's on the good side so you have a good place you know good body that it can actually unless you just let it go the, the the not so good news, and I don't like, I'm, I'm one of those, you know, always try to be positive and stuff like that, but I know some people get annoyed sometimes, it's like, well, you can't be all the time, so optimistic, because we do live, unfortunately, in a society that is toxic. You got your external toxic, and you got the internal toxic, right? So you go out, you step outside, the air is polluted, the food is polluted, and then you put that stuff inside and then you add stress and then your body just says, I can't take it anymore. I am hanging the hat or whatever, you know, because your body is just says, you know, I have so much that I can do, but you're giving me way more than I can handle. So I think exactly. that's something, right? So, you know, I mean, some of the awareness that I really want you to, you know, to kind of bring it up to the to the surface because I mean, I'm just one of those, you know, consumers. So I'm not, like I said, I'm not a biologist, I am not a doctor, I am not, you know, I am somebody who just like anybody else who's listening, who just wants to be healthy and want to, to have the opportunity to have a healthy body and healthy life and enjoy life, live life, not just exist. You got to live that life and, and you got to enjoy it. So the, the thing is, you know, people don't, they don't read labels. I think this is really important that people mm-hmm. do read labels. Um a lot of food are genetically modified. People don't know. I actually, I swear, and I'm not exaggerating. Some one time, I was showing this this little logo to somebody um, uh, that I know. Uh, you know, it says non-GMO, and I was telling that person. I said, you know, you really gotta be careful. Sometimes, if that logo is not on some of the packaged foods or whatever, that means the chances is that food probably genetically modified. And the simple knowing, knowing about what you put into your body because that's something you have control of. Maybe you don't have control over the air that you breathe when you walk outside or maybe you don't have control over, you know, certain things on the outside. But you definitely do have control over the choices that you make with yourself, right?
2: You do. You have choices. That's what makes us who we are you know, and which, which is nice. But, you know, regulation from DEA should, um, most stores should have labels now um, that label GMOs or non-GMO modified foods, which is, is nice as an American to have. I know when I went to the market yesterday, I noticed you're going to pay, you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. There's different levels of beef, mm-hmm. you know. So you go to Taco Bell, you're going to e- be eating, you know, whatever it's level 5 ground beef that they serve into their to their customers. That's why you pay $0.69 cents a taco. <laughs> right. You, you know, right. you get what you pay for, but then again, you know, you don't know what you're putting in your body. And, yes, our body adapts because I, I do have discussions with other, you know, research doctors, and they feel that, you know, it's not going to do any harm. And, yes, our bodies do adapt, but over a period of time, you're constantly beating up your body and putting that type of food into your body. Your cells are going to get tired, and they're not going to be strong enough anymore to fight off um, any of those toxins that, you know, you might be putting into your body. So you kind of want to stay on top of the game, and you want to stay healthy, because if anything does go wrong within the body, your body is more than apt to be strong enough to recover from it.
1: So I mean, you know, our body's function is it's pretty standard, right? I mean, you know, you if you think about like, you know, I mean, from 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 your perspective, you know, it's to take and process what you put in, and then you know, basically whatever it comes out, you know, whether it's good things or not, you know, really it's up to what you're putting in. And like you said, it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight, you know. And I think most people don't realize, you know, that the damage that they're doing. And it's really devastating to think about, um, you know, one the time I was talking to somebody about, you know, it's, it's crazy how the rate of, of, of cancer keep increasing. And you know what they said to me? They said it's not that the rate of the cancer increasing, it's the, 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 uh, um, the science and, 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 and the treatment, it's advancing. So what they're saying, basically, they're saying no to the, to the fact that, they, that there's an increase in, in, in cancer, which is, I don't believe that because I think it is. Uh, but they were saying, you know, because, you know, uh, um, science is actually now identifying, like you said, 10 years ago, maybe it wasn't the case. Right, where are people saying like, "Oh, somebody died from a natural cause because they didn't know that they you know they just you know they died from cancer, but th- the fact is, I don't think that's true, I think it is. I think it is increasing, and I think people are really just not paying attention to all the points. Well, and, that that and,
2: and i and I do agree with that in some point you know it all comes together in big package, but again, if you look at statistically the obesity like I said, um, the high pandemic rate of people being overweight. That is higher statistically. You know, it's going to lead to cancer. And you're going to have more breast cancer. Like I said, cancer likes to live on fat cells and, you know, and grow. And you're going to have a a higher rate either way. Um, So you have to take care of yourself. And, you know, Breast cancer is fatty tissue, so they have to go in there and take it out. But but uh, things are evolving. By, by cancer comes from viruses, um, so you have to take care of yourself. We have a big epidemic with HPV, which is a, you know the human papilloma virus,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: you know that's a if you you know stay abstinent, abstinence. abstinence um, you're less likely to get it, but a lot of that leads to cancer. You could have the virus for in your body for a long time, and you might not be able to see the virus actually come about until your late forties as a female so stuff like that, you could be carrying the viruses we all have cancer we all right there's cancer. always cancer cells right 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 but to to actually express the gene for cancer is uh, you know. You don't want that. You don't want that switch to be turned on. They're like on and off switches. Our genes. So you don't want to turn on the cancer switch by not taking care of yourself. You start letting yourself go. Of course, statistically, your your rates are going to go higher, and you're going to get cancer. Um, but if you start taking care of yourself, you know, eating fruits and veggies, and you start taking in those antioxidants you know those are cancer killing cells that you take in from fruits and vegetables you're less likely to get it so it's it's nutrition and i i honestly don't think that people take care of themselves nutrition wise and of course you know it goes it boils down to exercising you have to get that fat off right well i mean
1: you know the combination of course i mean i i i think that's that's the key in what you're saying but uh um what what I find is to be interesting um you know I, just before the show actually I was walking my dog and I was talking to my neighbor and we were talking about you know um how like certain food at our local grocery store you know how they label it and stuff like that and and uh and and she was you know she was saying it's like you know I can't believe that people would eat packaged food right or like pre prepare food I said, well, the thing is about our culture, you know, the way we live. I mean, you come from a different background. You know, I, I was raised, you know, um, abroad myself. Um, and, and we don't think about food the way, you know, most, most people think about food. I mean, you know, we enjoy eating, tasting, tasting feeling you know i mean for me it's like i didn't like i enjoy cooking because it's like i like to be involved with my food so like when somebody else prepares the food for me i'm i have no control over what is going on with that food you know so i'm just taking it and you know and putting it in my body but the thing is most of us we really need to step away from like the convenient part okay we want something we want a quick fix we want to Things to be happening instantly. We wanted to do it now because the quality of our life needs to get better. I mean, there was a report, a study that was done uh, recently about, like, you know, how diff- how behind we Americans comparing to the rest of the world when it comes to quality of life. You know, because of everything, including stress and, 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 and diets and, 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 like you said, you know, the obesity part and all this stuff. But I think, you know, it doesn't all matter, you know, because that so, sounds so huge. You know, when you, when, you, when you look at it this big, it's like, oh, my God, well, if everybody's like this, I, you know, there's nothing I can do. Well, I want to say, yes, you can. And you don't really care about what everybody else is doing. You really need to care about what you're doing.
2: Well, and that's the thing. You need to take control of your own body. And if you don't take control of your own body and what you put in it, yeah, it's going to lead to illness. But it is a lot of work. And I find that our society is a little lazy, and they don't want to cook, and they want to go to the fast Mm -hmm. food joint, and they want to pick up the quick hamburger, the quick French fries, and then those things are not healthy. There's nothing nutritionally healthy about getting French fries that are fried in, you know, saturated oils. That's healthy for you, and, you know, it takes a lot longer to burn that and get that out of your system also, um, and we, and I think we've, the education, we're coming around little by little. We have, uh, you know, restaurants and food chains kind of um, promoting a lot of, you know, better healthy lifestyle choices on the menu, however- we need to go back to our old-fashioned ways of home cooking and getting in the kitchen. And yes, it is a lot of work, but it's a lifestyle. And once you incorporate that lifestyle, you know, eating fruits and veggies, and it just becomes a habit. And you start, you start fe- feeling cleaner. And I know I have. And when I, when I, it's because we all sometimes we all we get busy, and you know sometimes we go off the bandwagon and we do, you know, eat unhealthy and stuff. But, you know, as a lifestyle, in the kitchen, peeling your carrots, getting, preparing your foods, that makes it easier when you go to work on a daily basis to separate your veggies and your fruits and have them ready to go. So when you're hungry, you pull out that carrot or those strawberries or those grapes so you don't have to pull out a candy bar. I still see a lot of people eating candy bars for snacks. And that's wow. not healthy. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, it's
2: like you look and you kind of think, well, and they're like, well, it's a snack. Yeah, well, that snack is not healthy for you. A candy bar has a lot of, you know, saturated fats and a lot of stuff that's not not good and a lot of calories. And But a lot of people go into this denial, it's not going to happen to me.
1: Right. And then, and that's, like I yeah. said...
2: The wake up call.
1: true. and and you know what? the thing is, um, Dr. Judy, you know the, there is so much mixed information out there. We live in information age, and the 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 information that are available, it's just some of it are are, are you know basically you want you want look for something and you want to question it in your own life. I don't think you just just take the information that you whether you hear it here. Or you heard it somewhere else, or you read it somewhere. Don't just apply something blindly. You know, don't right. just and take information. Right? I mean, this is like such it's crazy. And I tell my
2: I tell my students don't believe everything you read on the internet. Do your research. Go to scholarly sites like NIH or some you know university sites that might have textbooks. Go to the library. Look and read and learn. Always ask questions. If you're unsure, ask. You know, people always email me. I get emails from all over the world every day about, you know, is this good? Is this not good? Should I take this? And I try to help them and give them advice and, you know, give them my point of view. But I always tell tell not just my students but everybody else, you know, do your research. Always ask, right. don't go and just, you know, take it because somebody said to take it. Make sure right. that what you're putting into your body, you know what you're putting into your body. That even goes for medications. And, you know, it, just be smart about it. And there's just go to, there's community classes that offer nutritional classes. I know our local library offers once a month a nutrition class, and there's colleges and universities in the communities in Florida, Maryland, California. They offer... Community classes that are free. Just pick up a schedule or go to the website, and you can learn about nutrition for free or some bio, biology topics. They have speakers on these topics all the time to continue learning or listening to your show. It's very important to stay on top of the subject and continue to learn.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it, it, it's it's uh, it's crazy how uh, you know. I mean, it's it's really simple, and and we, I, you know, I just wanted to to emphasize. And I mentioned it in the beginning of the show all the time. Really, it, this is for information purpose and thought-provoking. And I want you to question everything. I always say it. Question everything. Everything. You know, doesn't matter where you hear it. You got to question it. And how can it apply to you in your own life? You know, because that's, that's the key here. You know, we have a few minutes left. And before I go into the... Um, the well, maybe I share the, my special word of the, the, the today's word and, and then we'll make you wrap it up for us if you could and, and just give us a few tips to take us off the air. Um, my today's word is unique. This is what I chose for today. And so you are very special and you are very, very unique. So remember that. So try to enjoy who you are today and work on being better by taking positive steps to get you there. There is no one else like you in the entire world. And I think Dr. Judy, since she said, we're not. We have that 1% mm-hmm. or whatever, 10% different. You are unique from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. In some ways, you might look and sound like some others, but you are not them. You are very special. You are very unique. So prove, prove of yourself. You have many great qualities about yourself. And so I, I wanted to take you off with that one because I really think we are all unique in our own special way. And, and you know what? We deserve to, to live healthy and, 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 uh, and fit life. I mean, we deserve to live, not just exist. And uh, so that's my today's word. <laughs> and, and I'm going <laughs> to turn it over to you, Dr. Judy, to wrap it up for us and give us a few helpful tips before we, we go off the air.
2: One of the helpful tips I suggest is getting out there at least 30 minutes a day, walking, you know, brisk walks, maybe going to the gym once or twice a week and lifting some weights and cross-training. Eating correctly is very huge. Um, Watch your blood pressure. uh, Monitor yourself. Um, they have blood pressure machines at like grocery stores so you can check your blood pressure. Any concerns, always consult your doctor. And we have um, a wonderful, you know, magazines out there that I personally write for. That you can always go to my blog site or my website and read the health articles that I have personally written um, for several magazines. And you can learn a lot from those too. You know, I wanted to mention. I do appreciate
1: you featuring me in your magazine, and I did mention in the beginning of the show when I introduced you that you are the CEO of your um, the um, Pla- platform magazine, and you're also the editor of Latin Connection. So, uh, you know, I just wanted to tell you, you gotta check out both of those magazines, and they are available online online, and you can also buy a print and uh, um, and and I was, you know, really honored to be part of some amazing women in this, uh, you know, recent episode, I mean, recent uh, edition uh, of your magazine. So, you know, can you share the website, you know, with us?
2: It's the platform, theplatformmagazine.com, and it's free digital, so you can read all the articles online for free. We keep it online, and we do have an available print for our publisher. Um, it's a very nice, um, classy print. I'm I, it's my baby.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's, you know, it's just uh it's amazing how much uh, you know, and and you know, just seeing, you know, everybody's faces on that on the uh, you know, it's it's just really cool. So thank you for including me in and, and I really I was honored, you know, I am honored. <laughs>
2: Yes, the ladies are very inspiring and just very successful ladies and just including me, very honored to have just met all of you all and be included with all you ladies that make a difference in the world.
1: Well, we all trying and I know we each one of us can. It doesn't matter who you are from any walk of earth, you know, um, it it you can just all you have to do is just look at yourself, like I said in the mirror. You are very unique and very special in your own way and, and let your 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 light shine. Let the you know, let yourself shine. Let make you present in this on on this planet, you know. I mean, I it it's it's amazing how much we can do and how much we, we, we can start doing today. And for ourselves first, got to start with yourself first before you start helping anybody else. And uh, um, so, you know, I'm going to ask you one more question, and I know we've passed the hours, but uh, antioxidant, how much is too much? Or is there such a thing?
2: Well, I'm finding, like I said, the body's amazing. But when it's too much, and you feel that your body is taking in too much exercise, I suggest stopping. You always have to rest. But I personally, I run a lot. I exercise a lot, um, You should build slowly. You can't go out and do an ultra marathon or do a full marathon. If you're going to want to do a half marathon, because half marathons are becoming very popular in the United States, um, consult somebody to coach you or contact me. I have a wonderful article written up about how to start training for a half marathon. But slowly but surely, we want to get you out there, you know, if you want to do a race, be healthy about it. be aware of your body but gradually increase slowly and as you increase you can always apply more you know strenuous exercise to the body and like i said you might you might want to push it you know getting out of that comfort zone and sweating you can't you can't go in exercise and be paranoid that you might hurt something too um you don't you want to get out of that mindset um, you want to kind of keep, like I said, you want to start off slowly, but eventually, you know, get out of your comfort zone and start pushing and start sweating and start working out and start losing that weight and getting in shape. And we tend to forget, and I wanted to mention this, that our heart is a muscle. And mm-hmm. people forget about that. We need to mm-hmm. exercise that muscle which keeps mm-hmm. going. Without exercising that heart, we're not going to get everything else working. That's our main engine, and you know, just like I said, if you're concerned and worried, I would advise getting a coach or a trainer to help you out.
1: And do you offer any any coaching and training for you know, or is it just for your local? Do you do any like over? I do, I do
2: coaching. I I coach um, some women. I coach some women for the Rock and Roll DC Half Marathon. Um, I don't take too many clients on, but I do coach on and off um, some individuals who want to do their first 5K, they want to go do their first half marathon, and I usually tell them the truth of how much time they need. I usually assess them and see where they're at or how they run and how fast they can run, and then we can go from there. But it's, um, it's, it's time-consuming, and that's what people tend to forget. If you want to do a right. half marathon, you have to have the time to train Commitment. for it.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you said something and I'm going to close it with that is the fact, you know what, gain out of your comfort zone. I mean, like they say, ships are on the harbors are safe, but they don't belong on the harbor, right? They belong in the ocean. So you know, with all that being said, I do thank you so much for being my guest and and you you are amazing. I can't believe the hour went so fast and and uh <laughs> love to have you back on again and and uh you know share some of the great stuff that you do and Are you running anything soon anytime soon
2: i am i'm and this sounds fine I'm running um two races this weekend and I'm actually um Doing a appearance at another race, so I have three races scheduled, but I'm actually running two of them. So I'm doing a 5K on Saturday, and then I'm doing the Nike Women's Half Marathon in DC on Sunday.
1: Oh, beautiful! Wow, amazing! You know, I'm jealous. I need to get to there. I, you know what? I have to tell you, and I, I don't compare myself as far as my fitness level. I've never been a runner, and I, I know, you know, my teenage son is like, you know, Mom, you gotta run, you gotta run, you gotta get into running. (laughs) I just don't know how to get myself in that mood. Like you said, you know, you got to get that mindset. It's um, just, I mean, it's you know, mindset. I can do anything else, but biking, you know, but running is just...
2: <laughs> Running's not easy. A lot of people don't like to run, but I always suggest um, the two-minute walk, two-minute run. If oh, two you've never okay. run before um, and see how far you can go, you'd be surprised how fast you get to a mile by two-minute walking, two-minute running two-minute walking, two-minute running. And And how long would you you do that for? You could do it as long as you want um, until you feel, you know, tired. And I've had girls first time do three miles. And they come back and say, oh, my God, I did three miles, just like what you told me. But then I have heavier girls that, you know, they they get very exhausted very fast. And they say, well, do the the two-minute walk, do the two-minute run, See how far you can go, and if you start feeling really tired, stop, and then tell me the distance. If you got into two miles, that is wonderful. Next time we'll try for three. Next time we'll try for four, and you have to gradually increase. But wow. We have to start somewhere. You have to have a base.
1: Well, hopefully, maybe you're not that far away from me, so maybe one of these days we'll be, I'll be running one of your, uh, with you somewhere.
2: Definitely, definitely. I'll coach you and we'll get you out there. I got one <laughs> I lady would that love never that. Run. She never oh, ran,
0: that?
2: but she did the walk. I have one lady, um, Kathleen, who never ran in her life, and I got her trained in about, um, I think it was a very short time, oh. and she did it. She did it. She did the two-minute walk, two-minute run for 13 miles, and she completed her first half marathon.
1: Nice. And she's
2: so half a marathon, can, you can do how it. long is that? 13.1.
1: Okay, 13 point. Okay, wow. That seems so much. Definitely.
2: <laughs> it does, it does. But this mindset and its determination and its goals. But I always say, you know, start off with a 5K, which is a 3.1-mile race. You know, set yourself up to that. And then work your way up. Maybe they say, wow, okay, I did a, 10, uh, a 5K, I can do a 10K next, which is 6 miles, 6.2. And then you worry, say, wow, okay, well, I did that, I can do 6.2 miles, let me try a 10-miler. And you work your way up. You set your goals. You don't want to overset your goals because and then you kind of intimidate disappointed yourself. disappointed for yourself, Right. Right. But we will
1: get you there, I will, yeah, oh, sounds good okay i'm I'm up for it, so you know sounds really wonderful, Fantastic. and thank you so much again for being here. Great stuff, and then everybody, yes, thank yeah. you so much for joining us and listening to the show and supporting the show. I'll just remind you, make sure you follow the show for up to date information and also connect with me. I love to hear from you, whether on Facebook, twitter, anywhere, Google plus I'm on there. You know, um, on Skype, Coach Ria. you know, I am everywhere. And if I could be in any way of service to you, make sure you do um, contact me. So until next week, we're going to be talking with Dr. Shamim Sadiq. And we're going to be talking about when life happens, how do you handle it? And she's a medical doctor, but she's talking about, you know, different view of, you know, her journey and what she's been doing and, and all the stuff. She actually was my first guest on the radio three years ago, and she's a returning guest, so I'm looking forward to it too. All right, Dr. Judy, have a fantastic rest of the day, okay? You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, take Bye-bye. care. Bye-bye. All right, my friends, and we will talk with you next week, so... Stay amazing.
0: Much love. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com. And you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea. Coach Rhea is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world.